Hello again everybody, this is uh, Jason Powers. This episode will reinforce that one is facing the ultimate manipulation and con job to get the Western world to give up to China and to others, those interested in making money, their rights, and their way of life through, a, through this psyop of epic proportions. Sadly, many cannot envision evil this deep. That betrayal at the top of the human rights and being this obsessed with your every action and hoping you'll stress out and die is just a precursor to the things to come. Welcome back. Sorry. I uh, <clears throat> kind of clicked the wrong button there and I had to go from there. But um, so this is uh, uh, Jason Powers today on uh, Saturday. And I wanted to go through uh, a couple of video or a couple of audios and then we'll discuss what, what's on my mind. So uh, first we're going to go uh, with Ivor Cummings. He's a uh, He's been following this uh, crisis for quite some time, so I'll let him speak, and I'll, I'll actually will probably talk over him a little bit because he's uh, he's just showing him uh, because he's on YouTube. He can't say the words that he needs to say to get what's accomplished accomplished. So here it goes. Okay, okay guys. guys. So many people are asking, how is this happening? They can't understand. So I'll explain. We've got public fear that's gone out of control, totally disproportionate. Political drivers are pushing this, creating fear in the public. We know that. Media drivers are creating enormous fear in the public. The media are also creating fear, scaring the hell out of the politicians. But remember, as the public get more fearful, they will fear feedback to the media, who will supply more. They will drive more fear in the public and the politicians. The public fear will also feed back to the political leaders, asking for more safety. This will drive them to put in more draconian measures and create more fear, which will drive more fear feedback, which will drive more fear. So any engineer can see here that this is a catastrophic feedback loop system, and it will spin up and keep going and going in a big way. And we've seen that. This is the big engine driving the pandemic of panic, totally disproportionate with the IFR, with the actual impacts. You know, it's a nasty virus, but... This thing is clearly crazy. But this big engine, although powerful, does need fuel and maintenance to keep it going. That's where these guys came in. They drove, they drove the initial, initial fear, fear in the politicians. The politicians. This and is Neil Ferguson. Like. And they keep the fear pumping in to keep the big engine running. And it's certainly doing that. But these guys are not on their own. A lot of partners in here. So now we look at the little engine. We've got the likes of this guy and his organization. organization. Xi We've got these guys, and we see them yeah, all, all the time. The, time. the who? Fear. We've got this group. You might, you might be, be aware, aware of. of. World, World Economic, Economic Forum. Or books. 
and you'll need a stiff drink afterwards. Trust me, we've got these bodies. You and, and we've got our friends at Big Pharma. Pharma. The Bill Mill and the Gates Foundation. They can do. And we've even got the IMF. And many, many more powerful international organizations, unelected, undemocratic, but with huge influence. How are all these guys connected together, these and more? Well, I could draw the arrows, but it'd look something like this. So I'll leave it to you to check it out. And essentially, this is the little engine, but don't underestimate its power and influence. If this engine was taken care of, somehow, I think this one would also wind down. But is that going to happen? In any case... So anyway, as he uh, goes through, he's talking about the political drivers, the media drivers, the public fear, and all that jazz. So that's one part of this. And he, he mentioned the World Economic Forum, and he lists out the partners, which I've discussed in a prior episode, that uh, that was highly significant to the way things were going to uh, transpire here. So I'm going to go with the, There's another thing, and when you talk about fear... Um, the World Economic Forum and and their partners and stuff in the politi- political realm. Uh, this is the Biederman's chart of coercion. This was released a long time ago. This has been used against you for the last um, last uh, year plus, actually about fifteen months now. So it's it's the coercive methods of stress manipulation used to torture prisoners of war. Has have been applied to explain the coercive techniques used by perpetrators of domestic abuse. And I would say uh, beyond domestic abuse, now we can say uh, uh, wholesale population abuse. So they, one of the methods is isolation. And the effect and purposes of isolation is deprives the victim of all social support of their ability to resist. Develops an intense concern with self. This could be home home environment. Makes victim dependent. So variance, complete solitary confinement, complete or partial isolation, group isolation. So I think you can realize that isolation has been used quite prevalently throughout this pandemic. You know, that's what the lockdowns are about. It's keeping people divided. They have to meet on Zoom. They can monitor and control us on on, uh, a communications platform. You can't go to the bar. Uh, That's a way so that people can't get together and, and, and organize without them monitoring you. This is the divide-and-conquer method, too. Um, when they isolate prisoners, you get what's called the prisoner's dilemma. Uh, this is an effective tactic. And and if you had two people and you, you want to consider one of them, uh, say you're, you're, you think they're both guilty, well, you offer one prisoner uh, a plea bargain to rat out the other one and say, well, we'll give you one year, and the other guy will get he'll He'll uh, because we'll find him guilty. He's going to get a higher sentence. This is a, this is a Stasi kind of a modified Stasi version of getting people to snitch on each other. That's why they've isolated people. That's why they've uh, f- condoned the actions of t- uh, telling on other people. It's really an insidious uh, a trap. So, monopolization of perception, uh, fix attention upon immediate pr- uh, predicament. I think we all can feel that. Eliminates information not in compliance with demands. Punishes independence and or resistance. So, for example, myself, you know, if you try to be independent and you don't uh, want to follow the rules, 
um, that's been another thing because the people that are highly resistant to this type of uh, manipulation psychologically are going to be weeded out. They're going to the people are going to demonize them and otherize them. That's a way to get uh, to get either compliance from them or to get enough pressure put on them, uh, social pressure. It's a means of control. So uh, the variance of this is physical isolation, darkness and bright light, restricted movement. Uh, monotonous food so restricted movement that's obviously what lockdowns are about uh, and then you, so you get fixed on your predicament humiliation and degradation this goes by uh, I'm actually jumping ahead here a little bit but make resistance more costly than compliance so there you go and one of the ways to do that is to make it so you can't work that's why they're starting to roll out the vaccines and that's the reason why they uh, put the mask on because people are humiliated wearing a mask and many people will resist it for one reason or another. They know very good. They know very good and well that masks don't work. This hasn't ever been about COVID. This has been about control and compliance of everybody on the earth. And this is being run at the top by, I would say, about ten thousand people total. When you talk about the World Economic Forum, the people that go to Davos on a yearly basis, which, oh, by the way, this year they didn't go there because they had to keep up the appearances of uh, COVID so that people wouldn't say, well, how can they all meet together and do this and all this other shit? Uh, This is, see, they feel they are the superior beings on this earth. And they may very well be there, but they're not the only people that understand what they're doing. And they're not their IQs aren't so, so, so much more uh, more enlightened than other people. They only the only reason why there is a quote the only thing that differentiates really smart people like genius level smart people from other people is it may be a little bit of effort on their part in terms of reading and and comprehension across a, a vast array. But if you got an IQ above 130 and you can uh, read and you take in, uh, you're highly motivated, you'll know everything they're talking about. You'll know what they're discussing. You'll be able to grasp high concepts. It's just a matter of uh, gaining as much knowledge as you can possibly uh, process. And you can become, you'll know every, put it this way, every manipulation, every deceit, every lie, you'll be able to pick those out for yourself. And it's not, and it isn't even an IQ contest. It's just about not, not grasping history, grasping politics, grasping uh, science, understanding uh, methods, going, you know, just basically being able to logically uh, induce, a de- use deductive reason, reasoning and inductive reasoning and being able to come up with a hypothesis and being able to lay that out. Now, I've gotten the weeds there a little bit, but I'm just saying that's that's what's going on. So animal-level concerns. So they want you to personal hygiene prevented. What do you think the mask is about? There's a lot of personal hygiene involved with that. Many people scratch their face all the time. Demeaning punishments. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, you know, that's why they, they've, they've unleashed the Karens inside many people. You find out people love to say well you're not doing you're not following the rules so i'm going to punish you by shaming you in public and then that's where you get and we have a society that's obsessed with carrying around their phones and videotaping people all the time and carrying their phones and uploading to social media so it becomes a a form of uh, control and methods and they can see whether they work or not because they're tracking that information from you Uh, insults and taunts that's what i was talking about denial of privacy so exhaustion weakens mental and physical ability to resist 
semi-starvation, sleep deprivation, prolonged interrogation, overexertion. Well, the exertion part here, for example, the mask, when you wear a mask, you'll, you, you have a significant level of uh, uh, oxygen deprivation. You've seen it happen in certain people. It would happen in older people. It would actually ha- happen if you they've been trying to get people to wear masks outside. And, of course, now Biden said, suddenly said, oh, I've released you. You can If you get vaccinated, you, can, you don't have to wear the mask. It's never been about this virus. It's all a show. They these people need to be all arrested. If I had the if I had the authority, they would have already been arrested a long time ago. For uh, they would be sent. There's there's already there's already a uh, effort being pushed to uh, bring a lot of people to justice on the Nuremberg level. The thing is, is you have to have the policing authority. See, these people feel and they operate above the law. They feel they are above you in so many ways that they can get away with all this, including Biden. He's a criminal. He is the mass criminal now. Uh, Xi is too. It's it's one of those things is they're they're just taunting us, and those aren't the only ones. I mean, Biden is no no, he's nobody in this, except that he is now in the most one of the most powerful positions on the face of the earth. Uh, the World Economic Forum is run by Klaus Schwab. Uh, and all the minions, all the strategic partners, the hundreds if not thousands of CEOs that have signed on board this. They've signed on to doing this. The leaders from uh, Britain and, and Spain and Germany and all these other places and their cabinets and all the people that they uh, have uh, come down with the messaging that's come from the World Economic Forum and et cetera, et cetera. So threats. Uh, creates anxiety and despair. Outlines cost of non-compliance. So, threats. Threats to kill. Threats of abandonment. Threats against family. Vague threats. So there's been a lot of vague threats in this situation. If you don't comply, what you're going? we're going to do this. If you won't take the vaccine, you won't get the job. If you, if you don't do this, we're going to freeze your accounts. They're using the Chinese social credit system. They're trying to adopt and implement that. Uh, forget about your money anymore. It's a it's a done wheel, a done deal in this country. You know, Biden's been uh, kicking around multi trillion dollar bills all at the same time, six trillion, ten trillion. I, I guess it doesn't really matter what it is. And the fact that we don't have people in Congress saying, tell, calling him a buffoon straight to his face and telling him what an idiot he is, tells you a lot about Congress too. They're all, I won't say they're all in on it, but I would say eighty percent of them are, especially the ones that are compromised. Occasional indulgences. Now, this has been going on since this has been starting and stopping. Whether things get opened up or where things get closed based upon COVID numbers, which can be manipulated psychologically from the PCR testing, can be manipulated by the media, can be manipulated by the CDC, which is filled with a bunch of hacks and parasites themselves. So occasional adults positive motivation for compliance. Of course, if you just do a go along with what we say, we'll let you do this. They're treating you like you're 12 years old if you're an adult. you got adults out here that have you know, a myriad of degrees, who've run businesses for 30 and 40 years, who are competent adults who could very easily run for high office. But the reason why they didn't join politics is because they, they know politics is just a dirty game and it's filled with dirty people. But then but that's the problem. You, Some of the best people we should have running our country don't. Because they're too scared of the politics of the situation. Plus, they don't have a name and they don't like to be public speakers. 
um, hinders, hinders, hinders adjustment to deprivation. Occasional favors, rewards for partial compliance and promises. Uh, demonstrating omnipotence suggests uh, futility of resistance. Uh, so uh, uh, omnipotence, uh, you know, so it just says, you know, you can't, you, there's no way out of this. You're, it's a done deal. We, we've already decided this for you. So confrontation shows complete control over victims uh, over victims' face. In other words, this is the the omni. It's the you know like uh, the 1984 looking down on you and saying you know you know I'm Big Brother. I can control everything. I control your world. This is the this is to get you to finally submit to them because these people are just thirst for power. They thirst for it. They love your fear. They feed off your fear. If people would rise up against them, they would shrink and they'd say, how can you be this way? I'm just trying to do the right thing for you. That's their response to everything. Oh, I'm just trying to do the right thing, you know, and there's so many in the health, there's so many people in the health field that have gone along with because they've either been bought off or they're compromised or corrupted. They, they may or may not understand this by now. There's enough of us that have been out here analyzing this for months and months. I mean, I caught on to this in, I'd say, the second week of April. I was willing to go along to get along just to see where it was going to go. But second week of April last year, I, I was like, nah, this is bullshit. And I knew that. I mean, I wrote it. I knew immediately. There was like, nah, this isn't going. This isn't. This it wasn't like I wasn't already suspicious, but I was definitely suspicious when I saw just the way people were and what these what these the over panic and over dramatization, and I saw nobody dropping like flies all over the place. No, that wasn't going, and it never has been that way. They made a big, they made huge, huge. They had a huge ask of people, and yet there was little if any actual reality to it. And they were trying to shift the numbers around. Did were there people dying of flu? Was there a pain? The thing the thing was is if they would have done a better job with the people that they needed to, we probably would have saved a, 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 in the United States a quarter million people. You would have barely they would have been hardly any pa- impact. So we probably killed a quarter million people due to the fact of people like Anthony Fauci. So we're, uh, we're he is part and parcel. He's. He's a he's one of the minions chief minions of the situation. He was well aware of the coronavirus. He predicted that he was going to do this. Gates predicted it back several years. The World Economic Forum's been chomping at the bit to roll out their plan. So this has all been planned, orchestrated, gamed out. They, they this is a military operation. This is the massive psyop worked against you. So we'll move on to. Uh, uh, a gal, amazing Polly, who, I mean, uh, she does some good analysis, and I'll, I'll just let her talk for herself. And it is meant to break your will. Let me just read a little bit of the Alice in Wonderland technique for you. Here it is here, declassified by the CIA in 2014. Alice in Wonderland. The aim of the Alice in Wonderland, or confusion technique, is to confound the expectations and conditioned reactions of the interrogatee. He is accustomed to a world that makes some sense, at least to him, a world of continuity and logic, a predictable world. He clings to this world to reinforce his identity and powers of resistance. 
The confusion technique is designed not only to obliterate the familiar, but to replace it with the weird. I mean, right there. What are we living through? In this strange atmosphere, the subject finds that the pattern of speech and thought which he has learned to consider normal have been replaced by eerie meaninglessness. Can't you just, can't you just hear the word salads in your head when Justin Trudeau or Joe Biden or Anthony Fauci or whoever gets up there in front of the microphone and they just make no sense? And since we have controlled media, generally the media questions, at least in Canada, make no sense either. And they don't follow up questions logically when they should. As the process continues, day after day if necessary, the subject begins to try to make sense of the situation and then the situation becomes mentally intolerable. Now, now, he is likely to make significant admissions or pour out his story just to stop the flow of babble which assails him. This technique may be especially effective with the orderly obstinate type. And they want to induce regression. It says, all depend upon the interrogator's control of the environment and, as always, a proper matching of method to source. Some interrogatees can be repressed by persistent manipulation of time, by retarding and advancing clocks and serving meals at odd times. Um, day and night are jumbled. Interrogation sessions are similarly unpatterned, and the subject may be brought back for more questioning just a few minutes after being dismissed. Blah, blah, blah. What they're trying to say here... Now, of course, we're not being questioned. We're not in being interrogated. But we are being subject to like this constant barrage of new rules. Oh, wait, we went back on this rule. Oh, we slightly modified that. We changed the date of the end. Oh, we've, we've, we've rolled it back. Oh, we've extended it. Oh, there's an emergency order. Oh, it's different in this ju jurisdiction. And we have gray zones and we have green zones. And where are you today? And I mean, it's kind of the same as being interrogated because our fate hangs on their every announcement. And we are kind of being interrogated because they keep saying things or implying that if we just do certain things, then we can get out of this mess. Wear the mask. It's six feet apart, three feet apart, children in school, children out of school, parks open, parks closed. Um, don't see your mother, uh, you know get the app, get the vaccine. If, if, if we do these dances to the nonsense, ever changing, confusing rules, then they say we can be free. So they put the onus on us. You, so you get that, uh, you know, that's the, that's what I was talking about with the Biederman's chart. That's, she goes through it a little bit with the Alice in Wonderland. If you just go by the rules and just do what they tell you to do, this will all end. Now, she finishes off here with a, a little bit deeper analysis, but uh, I just wanted to stop there because, as you can see, you know, with the media, the fear porn, uh, the psychological, because the media is run by, you know, a handful of bil billionaires, you know, like the Carlos Slims of the world and, uh, and uh, Bloomberg, for example, those are two of the bigger billionaires, and they're being controlled and manipulated too. At least Bloomberg is, because uh, I think she has something over on him, and that's where this is. This is part of the the dealio with these people at the very top. They're all blackmailing each other. 
They're all looking because they're all they're all power hungry sociopathic fools. I don't think there's an honorable one. A one there's barely an honorable one among them. And and like I said, I I, I know this will be a shock to some people. Even if I do support somebody like a Donald Trump, do I think he's all nicey nicey and good? Of course not. That's 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 he. That was a you know. The, the the idea is is if you think that anybody who rises to the level of being the the president or the prime minister of a country uh, doesn't hasn't had to quote unquote quote unquote slit some throats along the way, uh, then you're not really understanding what the game of power and uh, power and uh, prestige and and getting to the top really means. Did that does that mean that I think Donald Trump's done something very malicious and evil? Well, no, I don't think I don't think he's done that personally. And, and I'm not saying when you're president, you have to make orders to to uh, eliminate targets, and he did with Soleimani, amongst others. And there's people that absolutely think, well, if you do any sort of violence, then you're you're necessarily purely evil, or they they see you as a dictator, or they see you as a, a totalitarian. Uh, genocidal maniac and it's like okay there there have been people out here that you don't even know that have probably killed a hundred thousand people and you don't know who they are because they work for a big pharma corporation and they purposely put together a serum or a, a, a drug that wound up having, having huge uh, side effects and you don't know who you don't actually know who they are but they've done more damage than say a leader of a country who who may have maybe maybe he was responsible for ten thousand of his countrymen dying in a a war that they didn't need to be involved in, but you'll know who that is because you, he's the top of the chain. So you, you have to be able to assess the situation based upon that. Uh, but that doesn't mean, like I said, when I'm talking about the very when you're talking about these people with tens and twenty uh, twenty or fifty billion dollars worth of worth or they are connected to every billionaire on the face of the earth or every CEO on the face of the earth, like the Jamie Diamonds of the world, any of the major banking uh, fiduciaries or the Rothschilds. And we know they are out there. We know Linda, Linda was her name, Linda Rothschild, came out of the woodwork and, and started running her mouth about our politics. We have been corrupted and sabotaged on the on U.S. soil by these forces. But this is a worldwide game. This is a worldwide war. So I'm going to let uh, Polly finish up here and then we'll close it out here. I'm going to try to make this about a 35-minute broadcast. Now look, now look, I am not saying that every public health official and every local mayor and every premier of every province or governor of every state has been to Davos and got some memo and they're all following along and <laughs> not at all. It's very likely a lot of them are totally confused, terrified, being paid off. They have compromise on them. They are just stupid. Uh, they're scared. They're greedy. Very, very, obviously, that's the vast majority of them, for sure. But it it is right out there, written in books, written in memos, written in policy papers and in agreements between the different countries and the world economic uh, and the world and the world health organization it is written down that they're going to take their orders from these people they've agreed and it trickles down through the system nobody's saying at least i don't think that every last hospital administrator is in on this 
No. They're not. But they are all part of this plan, unbeknownst to them. And sadly, look how many of them are just going along with it. And the planners counted on that. They knew it. They knew the people would. Out of fear, greed, out of compromise, out of promises, bribes, threats, or just pure stupidity and laziness. So, my friends, hopefully now, you understand if you look at COVID measures through this lens and not the pure lens of common sense, you will understand. You will be one of the initiated. And then you'll understand Manly P. Hall's quote, when the human race learns to read the language of symbolism, a great veil will fall from the eyes of men. Manly P. Hall was very much initiated into all this stuff. Not the modern day, uh, not the modern day outcomes of it, but the earlier initiation rites that led us directly to where we are today. I'm, I'm going to stop. So, yeah, there's, um, like, there again, the idea here isn't to, to uh, castigate and say that every medical professional or every health department official or every state governor or every world leader is the is is in on this game. A lot of them have been manipulated and contorted. I think there was a report early on of a Eastern European or um, Slavic, or I think it might have been um, one of those uh, old Russian uh, outlet or old Russian Soviet Union countries was being bribed or manipulated by the IMF to get on board with the program. Uh, to to go along with the rest of everybody else, you notice throughout this thing though, like Sweden has kind of run its own show. Uh, well, Sweden is actually a highly feminist in terms of the the leadership. I'm wondering if they let that go because you know they didn't want they knew that they would make the most noise if they had to do what they had to do right away, uh, given their society. There had to be some reason, or they were. Uh, 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 what would you call it? Uh, a way to uh, manipulate the masses by showing, oh, you know, uh, jealousy. Because when you one country decides to go completely off the script, and everybody else has having to follow lockdowns, especially like in Europe, uh, that causes problems. They knew that would happen in the United States naturally. That there would be some Republican governors that were like, "Fuck all that." And the rest would, you know, harsh lockdowns that stirs up resentment inside people because people will say, well, I wish I lived there. And of course, that's cause uh, mass disruption, cause people to move. When you move, that causes more stress. When you have to change jobs or change what you do at a job, that causes stress. All this has been about is inducing stress because when people are under stress, they make poor decisions and they know this. That's what the CIA does to people. That's what interrogators do to you. They put you in a stressful situation. Um, just to be truthful, I mean, I, I have been locked up for a significant portion of the time. When I was locked up in a jail cell, they leave the lights on in the jails. In most jails, they leave, they're they on 24-7. You know, that's for supposedly, supposedly, uh, for for your uh, your safety. But 
if you have the lights on and you're inside and there's no windows, you lose track of time. You have the lights on all the time. You don't have a circadian rhythm uh, that's built in. Now, granted, people learn the times when people go around and therefore they can figure out what time it is. It's not that bad, but it, it, it is it is a human desire to know where they're at, what time, and, and all this other kind of stuff um, because they can change. Say, for example, they change their, their cycles and routes. They change when they feed you. Uh, they do that on purpose. They may do that for particular prisoners. You say, oh, they wouldn't do that. Oh, you'd be surprised. Uh, when a certain prisoner in a certain cell block, which there's many cell blocks in many of these. Uh, the, I was in uh, Marion County. So there they held, they hold about 1,500 uh, persons. So they have all these different cell blocks in the facility, different floors and whatnot. So if they have, and they have certain levels to, to where they put prisoners and they, they usually, I mean, you can think it's totally randomized, but it's not really certain blocks are, they called them gladiator blocks. So they would send the, the most uh, vicious people on those particular blocks. And then on other blocks, they would keep them more, uh, keep all the lower offenders or, or what have you. There's a rhyme and a reason why they do things. It's not just as random as everybody likes to think. The same way with uh, this situation. There's a rhyme and a reason why they're doing some of this stuff. They're running an agenda. They probably even have a, uh, you know, it's like a, almost like a toggle switch. I'm sure there's been somebody that's been uh, at the heart of uh, mechanisms, uh, messaging, messaging that needed to go out. Not not just one person, obviously. I mean, that that, that, that is a Dr. Evil situation, but a panel of people on a daily basis they they go there and they say report on what the news is tell us what happened today what is it that we need to do what where should we spike cases where should we tell somebody to change the change, tell the world health organization to put out a different messaging tell the cdc to put out a different messaging blah 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 you know they did this throughout the situation they've been doing this they've been doing this to all of us and now you say well, how you don't have any proof of that? I go no, but if I was running a if I was running a scenario on somebody, that's what I would do. I mean that's just that's just honesty. Uh, yeah, if you're going to if you're going to make this work for for the long term to get what you want, you're going you're not going to let up. You're you're going when I say you're not going to let up, you're not going to let let things just naturally flow. You want to control the events as much as possible, much as humanly possible. And the more and more you lock down and the more and more you let up, it, it, it's almost like a boa constrictor. A boa, if it's fighting something, it's going to let that animal wear itself out. And then it likes, locks in a little bit tighter. You know, the, 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 at first, the animal's going to have a lot, of, a lot of fight in it. So, you know, the boa's got to strangle real, real, real tight, real, real tight, and, you know, hold it, and then it feels it weakening, and then it'll let up just enough so it'll get a better hold on it, and it'll do it again. That's what's been happening to us. They've been squeezing and letting off just enough so they can get a better hold on us and make you submit, and that's what's been uh, driving the forces. Now, do I think they'll succeed? Well, they managed to steal the United States presidential election, I think that's going to be be brought out as the fact, and then they're going to see what happens, you know. And they plot it planned either direction. See, uh, they they anticipate there's going to be a civil war. You already seen there's uh, Israel and uh, Palestine. It, it's amazing how that popped off. I don't know what caused it. I'm not in Israel. I'm not in Palestine. I don't know enough about the situation, but I do notice that it's a huge event. 
and we've already had multiple uh, interesting events in the United States regarding our energy. From the day one of our energy policy, everything is a everything's a plan. Now, Joe Biden isn't pulling the switches, but the people behind the scenes are. And these people are even lesser in this involvement, like Susan Rice and Obama and, and et cetera, et cetera, the Bushes. Liz Cheney was a, a conduit uh, in there put in by the uh, by the powers that be. You have level, levels of power structures and inside because uh, in, everybody's looking to get a piece of the action, like the socialists in Washington, D.C., or the communists now, I guess. I don't know. I don't care. They're not communists. They're just Marxists or whatever. Uh, but they will, you know, they don't care. They were, they're trying to break the system. But like the the Ocasio Cortezes and the Jihad Squad and all those people, they're just they're just parasites. Those are the greedy bastards. They're just looking to get their hustle, get their hustle on. Uh, they've already they they have a feeling or been given enough instruction. Uh, we don't know how deeply some of those D.C. people are bought in and paid for, and and how many of them are talking with the CIA guy who's uh, Burns is. I guess he's you know he was within with the Carnegie Foundation or some, and that they were dealing with the Z's uh, uh, outfit. So you have these multiple actors and players, and the messaging is not going to be obviously. We're not going to know all the messaging, but you can tell by actions and reactions. You can tell by the way they the Biden uh, manipulated and, and 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 then we just get a colonial the colonial pipeline get act get gets hacked and then you have the solar winds hack and you don't see any real i mean you don't you don't even uh you don't even hear anything about them being highly aggravated uh or that they're going to hell's going to rain down on them now they're more worried about domestic stuff they're worried about ooh, there's going to be a big problem with uh these uh uh these uh releases of lockdowns there's going to be more more stirring up trouble it's like well how would you know that there's going to be more stirring up trouble uh, at least from the standpoint of how do you know that that's going to actually occur unless you cause it, which is what they're 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 intent to do. You know, false flagging is going to be going to be off the scale, Richter scale coming up soon. Uh, I can see that more likely uh, because I think most people would be would be very intent on trying to get back to some level of normalcy if they were truly truly trying to uh, open up. For your benefit, but they're not. They're not opening up for your benefit at all. They're, they're, they still have this either or zero one. Oh, you have to wear the mask, or, or, or you have to get vaccinated in order to not have the mask on. I'm never going to get vaccinated. I'm never wearing a mask. Fuck these people. Fuck them all because they're all they're breaking our. They're going to try to break the United States. They're handing over our wealth and assets to the Chinese Communist Party. And Biden's a traitor to the U.S. Constitution. For uh, full stop, he's no more than a he's been a pansy, and he's been nothing but a thorn in the U.S.'s ass since the day I was born. Literally, I think he took office in 1974 or whatever. I was two years old, so he's been he's been at this for a long enough time, or maybe it was 72. I don't care when he took over. He's he's been a thorn in the U.S. side for way too long, and he's done nothing for, but. Uh, line his pockets and run his mouth uh, as a congressman or a senator he did nothing but you know he's been a failure he's the biggest failure in United States history and he's our president now so we're going to have to cope with that until 
there's a big reveal that shows what kind of a absolute cheat and moron. Maybe somebody will grow a set out there in D.C. and uh, take him to task or uh, produce the evidence. This is the the, the level of this this uh, scheme and plot to dethrone the United States of America is beyond well, it's beyond most people's imagination. And you may be say, well, you're running wild with your imagination. No, I'm not. There's been 125 generals that came out and said this is a military Marxist overthrow. And they also probably are very well aware of the World Economic Forum. 125 generals and admirals and people who have served this country for 20 and 30 years. They said they know these operations because they've operated them. So they know a lot about this. This isn't unusual for them to know about. The psychological operation on the ground. Getting into people's head. Getting into your opponent's head. They know about these things. They, they That's what they were trained up to do. <clears throat> and uh, I served long enough to, to have some uh, awareness of what's going on. And many people who have served know this is going on too. And they're they're highly frustrated. So... And they knew that would happen to them too, these powers that be. So all I can say is God bless the United States and hang in there. And we'll discuss it later. And uh, have a great Saturday evening.